welcome to the Ultimate Social Media Guide podcast with me, Darren Edwards, helping you to grow your business online. Hi, and welcome to episode number seven of the Ultimate Social Media Guide. It's Darren here from Follow My Media, and we're a social media marketing business. We help home and lifestyle service-based companies to increase sales and lead performance online. Uh, and this episode is going to be completely different to the usual ones that you uh, you may have uh, been listening to. Uh, and we're very excited to tell you that we do have our first guest on the Ultimate Social Media Guide. Uh, so our very first guest, uh, allow me to introduce to you all Darren Ockenden. Just to uh, give you uh, a brief synopsis of what Darren's about, he is the owner and founder of a marketing agency called Motion to Profit. And he's here today to talk to us all about podcasts. Darren, welcome and thank you so much for being our first guest. As I say, I'm very excited to have you on as our first guest and a little bit nervous, as I've already mentioned. Um, hopefully for me, it's a sign that my own podcast is going in the right direction and I feel like I've been promoted a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely, mate. And, and do you know what? Being nervous, I think, is a good thing because as business owners, uh, we always do well when we get nervous, get ourselves out of our comfort zone and push ourselves forward. So, uh, yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, this, uh, and also, can I say, it's a, an honour, an absolute honour to be your first uh, first guest speaker. Thank you very much. Cool. Uh, so to start with, Darren, do you want to tell us a, a little bit about yourself and your business? Obviously, I've known you for some time, but for those of you that, that don't know you, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you've basically got to where you are today. Yeah, lovely. So um, I have a background in uh, public services and many, many years ago uh, in a different life, which I won't go too much into, uh, I did a lot of training uh, around cameras and stuff and uh, sort of took that on as a bit of a passion, uh, to making videos and stuff like that. Uh, and then a couple of years ago, we set up Motion to Profit. Uh, if you're watching on a video, you'll see that's that's my company there and the logo I'm wearing. Uh, and yeah, and things were going really well, Darren. And, um, you know, we were growing, we were doing, doing really good, building up some clients. Uh, I love marketing. I don't know what it is. I just find it absolutely fascinating what makes people buy. Um, and I think we're both very similar like that, which is probably why we got on quite well. Um, but yeah, um, and then as everyone knows, uh, COVID-19 happens. Um, and I'll be honest with you, in, in the first lockdown, it was just a case of just get through. Um, I was quite lucky at the time that I was working, so I wasn't relying on the business for my income. Uh, so quite unique. Um, and then things got back to normal in the summer, which was great. Started to pick up and then lo and behold um lockdown two happens around about this time last year so about it, it started didn't it we started getting the, the first you know regional lockdowns and whatever it was about this time last year in november 2020 uh, and then by december 21 we were pretty much in full national lockdown again so it's around about this time last year that a few of my motion to profit clients started thinking like you know this is the second lockdown now in in a year that we don't know we need a bit of stability so we need a way of getting out to our customers um and they said to me have you ever edited a podcast and uh yeah and i think sometimes like i was saying the best thing to do is get yourself out of your comfort zone so i uh i became a podcast editor over time uh started training myself and yeah did podcasts i'm gonna i'll fast forward on so i'm i'm yapping but basically um coming out of lockdown uh, the podcasts just absolutely astonished me mate i'll be honest i think they're a brilliant form of marketing um for a number of reasons and we'll go into that through this episode um but basically it's just something i don't want to stop so i still love the video side of things it's still my passion but i really enjoy editing the podcast as well i see some fantastic results that we'll probably go into you know in this episode with podcasts um so we're carrying it on but motion to profit probably doesn't fit the the name the podcast is very much motion, is, is very much about the video side of our business. So the podcast nest has very recently been born, and that will be the podcast side of what I do. Brilliant. Brilliant. Cheers that, Darren. So to, to kick us off then, what sort of podcast do you listen to yourself? Yeah, great question. So um, so I have two reasons that I listen to podcasts. So um, the first one, the most business corporate one, um, I listen to a guy called Alexander Siri. Uh, he does um, a business podcast. I think it's called like Shift Success Podcast or something like that. 
Um, so I'll be honest, mate. Alex is one of my mentors. He's fantastic. Even if you're not part of his sort of group, then for business advice, it's a fantastic podcast. So I listen a lot to that. It tends to be whilst I'm cooking a dinner or driving long distance, mix up a bit of radio. And, and yeah, so I listen to that. I listen to the Fearless podcast by uh, Robin Waite, again, another business mentor. So they're the two that I very much listen to from uh, trying to learn. And then um, during lockdown, my life was saved, I think, by um, Rob Beckett and Josh Whitcomb, the comedians who did the the Parenting Hell, I think. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it was about parenting hell during lockdown, um, having two young children, myself, very young, sort of, they were two and Five, I think at the time so it really was hell when they weren't at school um, and I just found that very relatable very good uh, and then um, the geeky side of me I think I, I love learning mate as I, as I sort of said with the business side but my absolute passion when anything else is history so I also listen to Dan Snow's history hit I, I love it mate I, I could listen to history all day and um, very boring like that uh, so yeah they're the four I listen to to be honest mate I do sometimes listen to them outside of that but they're the four main ones 100% so it sounds like you sort of split down your your own targets in your sort of personal and business life, and you've you've got your sort of different categories for those as well. So that's really interesting to hear about, actually. Because I think yeah, definitely, mate. I think you know, like anything in business, you know, whether you're talking about social media, whether you're talking about podcasts, you have to put the time and the effort in. And and for me personally, sort of uh, 10 15 percent of that is always going to be about learning, um, learning, improving, improving, and improving what we do day in day out. Um, and I think podcasts are a great way of doing that because I tend to listen to podcasts whilst I'm cooking my dinner. Um, I do a lot of fresh cooking with me and, me and my wife, um, you know, uh, so she'll put the kids to bed. I'll, I'll put it on through Alexa and just listen as I'm, I'm learning. And that's sort of the benefit of podcasts away from social media, I suppose, is that I wouldn't be able to sit there on social media and do something there. So podcasting gives me the ability to to learn whilst I'm actually busy doing something else so that actually once I've eaten my dinner I'm happy that I've done something practical whilst cooking and then I don't feel so guilty about sitting down and watching it and chilling with a bit of tv after my dinner with with my wife yeah absolutely I think you sort of highlighted how how accessible podcasts are for people I think that's one of the the main benefits Uh, so for you in the business world what what is a podcast to you um yeah, that kind of, I've already said this, so essentially, mate, um, I, I don't know in previous episodes if you've covered this, but, you know, I, I always think about uh, Google's zero moment of truth um, and the lessons that they teach us. So we live in a world today where where before people make buying decisions from us, they tend to really look into us and our business to see, see who we are. So Google, with their zero moments of truth, they basically come up and said, uh, right, what you need to do as a business owner is 7-11-4. So, you know, seven pieces of content, 11 touch points on four platforms. Now, I think the, the biggest benefit to podcasts is that what it does you, what it, what it gives you the ability to do is, is A, repurpose a lot of content you've already take the, taken the time to create on your social media, repurpose that into a podcast and hit another platform. So you're building that 7-11-4, that no like and trust we call it to to really get into um, your target market there's um there's something else about podcasts that i find i think they're very easy to listen to when you're busy so when you've not got time for social media when you've not got time to be reading you can just stick on a podcast with earpods earphones whatever walk the dog you I, i listen to it a lot whilst i'm driving so it's a way of sort of giving your um, customer the ability to consume your information whilst they're also busy and I think podcasts are great for that um, and also I think that to, to have a podcast series you're sort of seen as an expert does that make sense um, yeah absolutely so in terms of like your brand authority I think especially if you're in sort of the training field or mentoring or anything like that to have a podcast is just a great way of adding more valuable information and almost building up a value library for your customers and also your potential customers. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was going to ask you next sort of about how it can help business owners, but I think you've sort of covered that with the, the sort of the no like trust element of it and how you're building up on that at 7114. So I think, yeah, I think definitely, you, right. And the, and the way it can be used, it does it matches that really well, especially as you say, when people can consume that information and that, that content without 
really putting any effort and it's just there in the background it is yeah and you know we, we have to we have to put the time in it is there in the background and and this is the thing with media right and i think you'll probably agree with this from your social media side is that we we put a lot of effort into creating media and then quite often the problem with social media is is that as you create more the, the media you've created falls down your past so certainly on sort of facebook is that if you did a live now darren uh, this life, for example, if we were live in your group now and we were talking in six months time, this is going to be quite far down unless you pin it or something like that. But then there's only so many you can pin. So in a year's time, this this media, what this conversation now is, is pretty far down the list. And it's unlikely to then hit people by repurposing that you're creating a whole library um, for your business. So what you're doing is you're you're collating all that really valuable um input together which you've spent a lot of time creating and you're giving it to people over any platform they choose essentially um where they can just come and listen to it and it and it just sort of creates a little library for them and that's that's what i think one of the biggest sort of benefits to it is so, so what this means is one of my clients does this really well it's got 33 episodes now and we'll talk about him in a minute um it's got 33 episodes so if he gets a question for example as a mentor how do I take on an apprentice I see the other day in one of his Facebook groups? Um, so in, instead of just saying, ah, oh, you know, taking a time, writing all this out, this is how you do it, seek help from these people or whatnot, all he does is go, there's a link to my podcast. Absolutely. The yeah. benefit of that is then he's moving from one platform to another, which will help build up that no like and trust. But it also gets them onto his podcast. So if that person listens to that episode, which we already know they're engaged with because they're already asking the question, they're probably then going to think, oh, what else is this, this guy talking about? Absolutely. So if that then becomes a potential customer, that's built such a strong relationship. Um, and that's where I think the, the power of podcasts really comes out. It just builds that authority and sort of places you as, a, as an industry expert. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, especially with how widely avail available they are. You know, they're on several platforms uh, yeah. and ultimately free for people to, to consume that content, which is certainly from my point of view, an amazing thing. Um, yeah. A question that I'm very interested in, uh, because um, obviously we're seven episodes in now um, and I've been going out on a weekly basis. So my next question to you is how many podcasts should someone produce in, in terms of frequency? How often should they be going out? Yeah, and, and this is a question I get asked quite a lot. I, I had a, a discovery call with someone the other day where we were discussing their podcasts. To, to be honest, Aaron, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this. Um, people will come up with answers, but I, I don't really trust them. I think, I think for me, between one a week and one a month is ideal. So you, the, the, the important thing is, is that we're consistent, so that if people are listening, they know that every month there's going to be one, every two weeks there's going to be one, whatever there is. But, but I don't think people should overstretch themselves. We always, when we start things off, we always think, oh, I'm going to do one every week. But one every week becomes very hard, especially when you're then saying, oh, I'm going away that, you know, in, in that week. Yeah. So I would say anywhere between one a week and one a month, which is 52 to 12 a year, so it's a really wide finger yeah. but be consistent and um yeah and obviously the more media you produce the more likely you are to get better results because there's more chance of you latching on to people and people you know subscribing to your podcast but then following your social media or whatever that is but yeah the answer is for me i think you need to look at your business realize how busy you are and then decide whether you want to do one a week or one a month and and what you can what you can deal with not just now, but also in six months' time when you've got a load more work in uh, that you're busy scrapping around trying to get done because that's how we pay the bills, right? Um, so, yeah, I would just say think about the future, be consistent, and then just do it do it over the year and see how it goes. Yeah, that fits in really well with when people ask me, you know, how many posts should we be putting out there every week? Uh, and it's and it's pretty much the same answer that it's let's let's have a look at your schedule. Let's have a look at the type of content that you want to put out there. And let's establish a routine that you can comfortably maintain um, over time, given all the external factors. So that fits in really well with what I would sort of give us a, give us an answer to uh, to social media content questions regarding you know how much should go out. Yeah, um, and I think uh, sorry, Darren. I, I think that 
um, podcasts and social media are very similar in a lot of ways. So, you know, for example, I'm sure you'll agree with social media is that if you start spamming out content that's not actually that engaging to your potential or target market, potential customers, whatever you want to call them, then actually people are just going to turn off and, and not be that interested. It's much better to have, say, instead of having one every day that, that doesn't really engage people you'd be much better off doing one a week that people find really interesting and they and leave them wanting more and it's the same with podcasts you know the the main thing is is that you're offering value to your target customer by offering value to your target customer you will find that people will be more interested in what you're saying because they're getting value from it and that that to me is the most important thing so i would rather do one a month um, which is just 12 a year, which then yep. doesn't sound like a lot, but have loads of value in there. So that, so that the next time it pops up that, you know, our Darren Edwards and um, uh, Darren Ockenden have got their new podcasts out, then they're like, oh, I want to listen to that. That's yep. That to me is the most important thing. It's all about qu- uh, quality of your content. Absolutely. It's that value that you, you're providing to your, to your listeners, to your viewers, isn't it? It is, yeah. Ultimately, the, what we're trying to do here, whether it's a podcast, social media, any, any form of marketing, is we're trying to generate sales to grow our business. And we do that by showing people that that we can offer them value and that we're going to fix their problems. So, you know, for example, with me, if someone comes to me and says, oh, I really want to get out and engage my target market, I need to be able to show them that that we, we can do that with them, that we can build this podcast series, that we can get them out there. Uh, and uh, you know, and and grow and help them grow leads. Um, if I if I if I create a um, social media post where I just come on bubbling bumbling, bumbling my way through something uh, for an hour every day, that's pointless. Whereas if I come on and offer them, you know, perfectly decent ways in which they can go about building their podcasts, in which they can make their podcasts more engaging, and, and as a result of that, they do start to grow. They're more likely to come to us as a business and say, actually. You obviously know what you're doing. Let, let's crack on, let's sign up and, and let's do this. And then you can just get the results for the client. It's just a much better way of doing it. Really. And, and, and it just sounds really simple, doesn't it? But I see this so much, especially with new businesses, where they feel like they just have to do it because it has to be done. And actually, they should be focusing on the quality of what they're doing. Absolutely, yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Cool. So if you could create any podcast... What would it look like? <laughs> um, yeah, so um, my, my problem is is that I, I think um, the best podcasts are, I, I like my comedy, mate, to be honest, and I like real-life situations. So we all have struggles in life, no matter where we are. I remember, you know, when you're a teenager, things feel like they're big problems and that's life. Yeah. I'm at that age now where I'm a dad, I'm in my 30s, um, I've got two young children. I've got three and a six-year-old. And I, I like to listen and relate to people with the same issues as me. So um, this is one that I'm actually thinking about creating, to be honest, uh, if time allows. But I've got a mate called Nick and a mate called Charlie. We're all football dads, so our, our sons play football for the same team. Okay. And we were just laughing and joking the other day, saying, I'd like a real world podcast, you know, like uh, <laughs> where you're listening along and you're, you're talking about real world problems that, that people can relate to um, and, and be honest about it. And I think that's what I like about the podcast that Josh Whittacombe and, uh, and what's his name, the other comedian did. The, the problem is, is that because they're celebrities, you don't really truly engage with them. Whereas three overweight middle-aged men <laughs> who have to do the, do the same things as what most of the country have to do at this stage of life uh, I think could be really relatable so yeah uh, I, I don't know what I'd call it but they're, they're, Nick and Charlie they're funny people as well so there'd be a lot of comedy and a lot of humour in there and I just think it'd be really light-hearted yeah uh, I, th- I think from certainly from my point of view because you know I'm uh, an overweight dad and with a, an 11 year old <laughs> so you probably you probably get your first subscriber here. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that does sound really good, to be honest. Um, but but so, this, is, this is the thing, though, Darren, as well, right? And, and, and podcasts are a really good way of marketing. Like if, if we go back and just think very quickly, just just, just thought about this, Josh, Josh Whitcomb and Rob Beckett, during lockdown, they created this podcast and no one thought to themselves, that's marketing. Because they're comedians, they yeah. just thought, Oh, that's brilliant. I can listen to that and I can keep listening. It's free. I ain't got to pay for it. 
But I bet you, by staying in people's minds, by continuing to put their comedy out there, it's almost like a lead magnet. So that when you're coming out of lockdown and things are opening up again, I can tell you now, I've seen Rob Beckett since lockdown, live. Um, And we did that because we really liked that podcast. So it was a form of marketing. And anything, you know... That's ultimately what a podcast is. It is a form of marketing. Yeah, so I just thought I'd add that in there. No, I, I, no, I think you're on a valid point. There. I think any any form of marketing where the 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 end user of that marketing, so the consumer of that marketing, doesn't realise it, I, I suppose is the best actual form of marketing because you you're not thinking in the back of your mind. Someone's just trying to sell something to me here. If you're actually enjoying that podcast, for instance, and you're consuming it without any real effort. I think that's, you know, that's probably one of the best ways to go with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is. So as someone who obviously creates podcasts for people or at least compiles the, the end result, uh, from your point of view and from a from a point of view of someone that may want to do their own podcast, is, are they difficult to produce from start to finish? No, no, they're not. So um, on the podcast nest on our Facebook page, easy to find um this is something i'll be covering probably in more detail uh, over the coming months so look let, let me be honest with you darren anyone can create a podcast you don't need someone like myself to do it for you okay um you, you don't use me um there's no drama in that mate you're quite tech savvy um anyone can do it it's, you don't even have to be tech savvy if you've got a little bit of time to put into it there's there's platforms like anchor um which is powered by spotify that are brilliant and they, they make that process a lot easier um so I've re- i really recommend anchor i've recommended it on my group and I'll, I'll be doing more probably in the next few months just to sort of show you a, a bit more step by step not, not everyone has the money to outsource for podcasts and stuff and i, and I still want to help those people because i think that, that there are huge benefits to it what, what the difference is i suppose and this is where you know obviously you don't set up a business around things that people can just do themselves does take a little bit of time it takes an investment in time and not everyone has that time so we you know we, we don't charge the earth for podcasts it's, it's not it's not um something that takes huge amounts of time so like for example with my video work i might be charging three four days worth of labor for one day's filming because the editing and the effects and all, all that sort of stuff podcasts aren't like that it's, you do some you do some corrections and stuff um but we we edit it in the Adobe suite, which is, you know, a bit more of a professional platform. Um, so look, what I'm saying is you can do it yourself. And if you can't afford to outsource it, I would definitely recommend you start doing that. It will take you a little bit more time. Uh, Anchor gives you some fantastic programs to play with, but you're never going to get the professional edge in which you will if you're using the professional software. So the, what we use. So get started, get going, build it. And you know what, if it goes well, then maybe you look at professional down the line. Um, follow us on Podcast Nest and, and we'll try and show you how, how, how easy it is. And it's, it's, not, it's not hard. I've met people that, that are not very tech savvy and they yeah. manage to work through it. It just takes a bit of time, a bit of patience. And of course, you know, reach out, ask. Well, I know you're a very approachable guy, Darren. Um, and, you know, I am as well. I'm always happy. To, I've had Zoom meetings with people explaining them how to do it and if, come off thinking well rather than that but i just enjoy helping people mate so i'm sure reach out and we'll help you absolutely i'm i'm, I'm much of the same you know I'll, I'll speak to people and tell them exactly what approach i would take with the business in relation to the, the social media marketing um and if they can go away and do it themselves then that's absolutely fantastic but if they want to come back at a, a later day saying oh we you know we're now that busy or you know the revenues increased to to be able to outsource that that process that we really want out of the way because then we can concentrate on the, the core business activity. So that works really well. And that's why I think in, in our line of work, actually, a lot of it is it's human to human, isn't it? We always go on about B to C, D to C, whatever, uh, C to B, sorry. But, but we're human to human. And, you know, if I help you now create your podcast and, and give some hints and tips about that, the whole point of you doing this is to get busier, to get more clients in. And at some point you're going to want to outsource that because of time. So, it is a bit of an investment, but but do you know what? Actually, mate, I, I just enjoy helping people and um, I've got the time and I'm always happy to. So, yeah, anyone thinking about doing it and you don't want to outsource it, don't let that stop you following the podcast nest and contacting and engaging me because 
I'd like to help you do it. One day you might come back to us as a client, but even if you don't, you know what, if it gets you up, gets you some business, then it's a good thing. I only ever put the time out there that I'm free. So, you know, you're not going to take me away from my wife and kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, and if I'm free, I might as well be helping someone. Absolutely. No, that's, that's great. And, you know, I'm, I'm part of your podcast nest uh, and, and can, you know, vouch for the, the hints and tips that you're putting out there are really useful for people. And as you say, that the, the, for everybody, even if you you sort of got in the back of your mind that you might want to do a podcast at some stage or if you, you're sort of well into the process, you know, those hints and tips do go a long way. Mm, they do. Um, I, I, you know, one of the... One of the biggest tips that I would give um, is to very much think about your message and what what you want to get across. That's that's the most important thing. Is you know you can have an intro that's not professionally made. You can have it so it's not professionally edited. Uh, you can have it doesn't that doesn't matter as much as what your message is. If you've got value to offer your clients, um, you know, and and you want to get it across the main the main thing they care about is what you're saying the quality people can see past if the message is correct. Um, so, you know, it does take a bit of time to do it yourself. Not a huge amount of platform like Anchor will make it a lot easier for you than what it was years ago. But do it. If you've got a message to get out there, just just do it. Don't procrastinate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've, you've touched on it already, really, uh, with, you know, making sure you, you've had, you've got that, that message and that purpose. So what other important aspects would you consider for, uh, for podcasts? What, what do we need to consider when looking at putting it together? Yeah. Um, so uh, there's the guest speakers, mate. I know you're at seven episodes in now. Absolutely. Um, and I think this is about as late as I'd have left it to bring in a guest speaker for me personally. And that's, that's personal opinion. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I just think it adds a bit of variety. It brings in something different. It brings in a, a skill that, you know, we can't be the expert in everything. We have to accept the fact that there are other people who know more about certain aspects of business than we do. Um, it just adds a variety. It adds some spice, but also it help you grow. It will help you grow the podcast because, you know, we've already discussed this before, before we started recording, Darren. I want to post this out to my community because... Yeah. I'm offering hopefully what people are finding valuable um, and I want my community to benefit from that as well. So the, what, what people might find is that they, they listen to this episode because they're one of my followers and they go, Oh, oh, this guy's all about social media. So they'll think I'm going to follow your podcast. So that will help you grow um, and be, be consistent, mate. But I've said it so many times. I'm not going to apologize for saying it again. The biggest, biggest thing that you must do if you're doing a podcast is make sure every episode is structured and has um, value in it to your target market. So don't try and create a podcast that captures everyone because you, you won't do it. Think about who your target customers are, add value for them and do that on every episode and it will grow. With the guest speakers, guest speakers is just about more exposure. So you're creating value. You want to now get that value and show it, show it to the world. And the guest speakers will help you expose that out to more people who will then hopefully like your message and start following your business. They'll go from your podcast to your social media, and that's how it works, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And I, and I think from certainly from my part of view, such on the sort of the guest speakers thing, you you bang on with the money there. With you know, we can't. I can't be an expert in everything social media. And for me, podcasts are a form of social media. Mm. Uh, and by bringing people on like yourself, where I was at a disadvantage, it just provides even more value to, to people that are listening or, or watching this episode. So it's a, it's a no-brainer for me. And, and I think you're right. It's probably as, as late as I did want to, to leave it, really, because the, the value that someone like yourself can bring in is, is amazing for podcasts. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know what, mate, you know, most business owners will be on more than one social media, right? Like most of us are on Facebook because it's just a giant. I think there's about yep. 2.1 billion active users. Um, many of us in the creative industry will be on Instagram. Instagram something that I've not even really touched, to be honest, and I probably should do from video stuff excuse me and then um linkedin if you're business to business you you'd probably be on linkedin we already sort of cross 
um, we already see the value of getting out there on as many platforms as possible to capture people in. And, and you're absolutely right. A podcast is just another way of doing that. The difference is, is that um, at the moment, um, and this is just my opinion, Darren, at the moment, everyone, every business, every single business, even businesses that aren't registered with, say, a company's house in the UK as an official business can be on Facebook. It's easy to do. To, to do a podcast takes that little bit more uh, investment in your time. You have to know what you're talking about or people just see straight through it. Um, and that's why I think the brand authority that comes with a podcast is that little bit, <laughs> is that it's a little bit of uh, added extra, if that makes sense. You're increasing your response, aren't you, a little bit? Yeah, and I don't want to do it out of what you're doing because I see what you're doing. I follow a few of the uh, groups that you manage because we work with some clients and, you know, the same clients. Uh, and when the content is professional with, with a professional doing it, it stands out a world apart from someone who's got a job and they're just trying to grow their business and, and they're at the very beginning of their journey. But... I think um, to have a podcast just sets you out, stands you out that little bit more, similar in a similar way to having a professional um, social media manager does. Like it just, I don't know. You, you, I think you probably know what I'm saying. I don't need to explain it. Anymore, yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. You can you can tell the difference between um, the standard of of exposure, be it content going out or, like you say when people are just, just starting podcasts, it's it's the same sort of thing. They're starting on their journey and you can see that improvement. You can you can ultimately see it when a professional takes over as well. Yeah. And, so, and, uh, sorry, Darren, yeah, go on. And, and I think that's the thing with podcasts is that what you don't find are the people who are very, very new to business just getting their sort of feet on the ground. They don't tend to do podcasts because they're not confident enough yet. So to have a podcast, I think, adds that little bit of brand authority as well. It, 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 you know it pushes that and, and also podcasts are going to be shared over all your social media platforms and um, the other important thing I just want to say Darren I don't know if this is the right time but what we do really well with social media is we um we we repurpose content so for example for me if I create a video that I'm going to put out on my Facebook page through my business I'll do that on my LinkedIn page as well yeah. and then I might put that on my YouTube channel and that's that's the same video posted over the free platforms to maximize the exposure that we talked about um but for some strange reason we don't do that podcast so you know we're recording this I hope you don't mind me saying live on a zoom call um and and this is this is the sort of thing that you would perhaps just post a video on 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 your social media but not many people will take that one further and actually create that into a podcast now they're the best podcasts because with your social media you're already trying to um to deliver value to your customers which is exactly what you should be doing in your podcast. So why not um, take a very little extra amount of time um, or in our case, a very little small amount of money just to say, right, make this into a podcast and get it out on podcasts as well. Repurposing saves so much time, so much effort, and it just maximizes your exposure over yet another platform that will give you brand authority. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree about it. And it's, it's probably one of the most overlooked things when it comes to, to to marketing, how you can repurpose one thing into lots of other things. I've I've previously tried to sort of document how I repurpose some of my content, but it just looks like looking like a, a mess on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's amazing how you can sort of formalize that and say, right, this 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 podcast, for instance, it, it's primarily recorded, as you say, on Zoom for a, a podcast, but that will then also go over to my YouTube channel. Uh, that can be then uh, dragged out. The transcript can be used for a, a blog, um, and then you can use snippets for your, your content on social media. So, yeah, you're absolutely right there with the, with the repurposing. It's it's there to be to be used and vastly vastly underused by people. I think. Yeah, and um, this all goes back to what we were saying at the beginning with the zero moments of truth, which people can Google. You can go onto Google, type in zero moments of truth, and it will show you the research. But essentially, you know. In modern day, we need to get out there as much as we can and build that relationship with people because people have the internet at their fingertips and they can research before they make buying decisions, especially the more expensive ones. So, you know, we want to get out there as much as possible. And repurposing, I think, is is huge. Um, It's not done nearly enough, which means productivity in your business sort of falls quite significantly. And you're absolutely right. We've already discussed this. You're going to post this as a video. You'll post this as a podcast. You're going to 
uh, have it as a blog, hopefully for, for your website, if it's suitable. Um, and actually taking one on further, once you're 50 episodes in and you've got 50 blogs, hopefully, or say 40 blogs, because some of them might not be appropriate, um, you know, what's then to stop you start using a lead magnet as a book? We've seen that done before and it's extremely effective because when you're offering someone a free book, um, if again, if it's good value content and it's helpful for people, that's a great way of building trust because now you're an award-winning author. You, you've seen it, Darren. I know you absolutely, have. Um, absolutely, yeah. And again, you know, if I said to you now, right, write me a book. I need to be 100,000 words. You'd be thinking, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to find time to do that. Yeah. But actually, when you've got two years down the line, 100 blogs there, all with different subjects that could be different chapters, you can see how that then becomes a very manageable task. And one that you can actually outsource, not to me, I will add, I'm not a very good writer, uh, but one that you can eventually go and outsource. And this is the thing is that if you repurpose content, all you're doing is saving yourself a load of time, which you can then focus on your clients. You're probably costing yourself a very little bit of money, but then for the time benefit, that's probably well worth it. And then before long, you know, in a couple of years, you're going to have loads of media and what I am um, what I find I speak to a lot of new businesses as well Darren and people get very frustrated with media because it takes so much time yeah. being consistent and I know you probably talk about this on on, on 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 you know in your in your podcast but it's it's about being consistent podcast is the same as any media create it little and often and get keep getting out there keep getting out there and every time you do that's just another way to engage and and the more you get out there the more you get out there the more value you offer the more people will start to come into your business but remember this is that when you start creating your podcast like any form of media you're planting a seed and then what you're doing with every episode is you're watering that seed and that will grow and grow and grow and grow so can i give you an example of this with a mutual friend actually absolutely yeah go for it so, um, yeah, so I've got, got a client. We've been working with him since I think it was June that we started his podcast. Um, his name's Bill. I know he won't mind me talking. Uh, Bill uh, is um, a sort of person of influence within the dog grooming sector. Uh, he does business training for dog groomers. So, you know, dog groomers are generally fantastic at grooming dogs or, or pets, so I say. Uh, but when it comes to the business side, there's, there's a lot that, like any of us that they can learn. So um, we started creating Bill podcast in um, June. He's 33 episodes in now. Um, he's had over 4,000 listeners. Um, he pushes his social, he pushes his podcast on his social media channels, which helps build those numbers. Now Bill does outsource all that work to himself, but Bill now is a, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. I don't think he will, but um, Bill now is in negotiation with someone to sponsor his podcast so um essentially without going into the, the the figures bill will now make money out of creating his own podcast series yeah. which will be a lead magnet for his own business so he, he's in that dream dream situation at the moment if you like where someone's paying him to create a podcast which is going to bring himself in customers and and no doubt the sponsor will will benefit as well hopefully um, but what a great position to be in. 33 episodes in, it's taken him, what, six months? Um, and I'll tell you now, 99 point not, well, every, in fact, I've not known anything to not be repurposed. So these are all lives that he's doing. These are all, uh, you know, webinars, whatever it is, that are simply repurposed. He pays me a small, a small sum of money. They come back as podcasts. He puts it out there. And yeah, six months later, he's now making money from his podcast, which is also helping him to, to build his business. And the other good thing about this is that Bill uses his podcast to answer questions within his group, which saves him loads of time. Um, Bill smashing, yeah. isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we both love Bill, we obviously. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, this, this is what I want to do for more of my clients, mate. I'll be honest. Is this, this is what inspires me with podcasting and moves me... Um, I wouldn't say away from video because I still love video. It's still a great way to engage people. But it's why I've not stopped the podcast after lockdown because actually I see so much potential in podcasting and I want my clients to experience that. And, you know, we'll grow with that, no doubt. You know, people will pay us. But, but ultimately, I want them to see the benefits of it. And 
if in a few years time I can have 10 clients that are all being paid to make their own podcast, which is bringing them in more business um, and they're earning more than my fee, then I'm really happy with that, mate. In my opinion, that's, that's an all round win. You know, they're creating their media. They're being paid for it by someone else, which is fantastic. Someone else is happy because they're getting exposure for their business. And I'm happy because I'm building my business by delivering for my clients. So yeah, that's a, that's the idea. And, we're there with one client so far and we've got a few more uh hopefully coming i think i've definitely got the potential to get there as long as we're consistent uh, as long as we look at the analytics and make sure um that we're hitting that sweet spot with podcasts brilliant so I'll talk about analytics mate i'm sorry no absolutely yeah yeah so i've got no doubt that you do this with social media you, I, I bet you if i went to one of your clients now and said um said to you with one of your clients what's their most successful social media posts you'd probably be all over it and tell me straight away podcasts are exactly the same mate um the good thing with platforms like anchor if you're doing it yourself is that it will tell you what episodes are being listened to the most it will tell you where they're listening from the times they're listening uh, use that information because it's being given to you by the podcast suppliers use that information see what's doing well identify what it was about that episode that people liked and do that more that's that's one of the best ways to grow as well because if people are liking it and you're creating more of it and then you're reviewing it again you're saying actually i like that one even more and you identify why within a year you'll have a kick-ass podcast series hopefully yeah and that way you can then uh yeah you can then smash it and and same social media, mate. Same with any marketing, isn't it? Is that analytics is, is the boring part, but it is very important as well. We we I do analytics uh, after every ten episodes. Give it ten episodes. See where you're at. Identify what ones are popular. So, for example, if you don't have any guest speakers in your next three episodes, and then this one you know is doing really well, you need more guest speakers. That might be one of your things. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think because I, I use Anchor, um, I think it's a, a great tool to use. Um, mm. And I think I'm at that stage only sort of six episodes under the belt so far, um, soon to be seven, where looking at the analytics still excites me a little bit. It's good to see how the how the performance. So I think, yeah, long term, you can get the analytics can get a bit boring. But as you say, they're there to be used. And if it's shown you where your podcast in this case have done really well, and if you can replicate that, then they're there to be used for an amazing purpose. So absolutely. Yeah, that's it, mate. And you know, with our backgrounds, this is what we do, isn't it? We we look for things to improve, and it's quite natural to us. But then, I think a lot of other business owners that are not, you know, from this sort of um, marketing world, if you like, I think a lot of people I speak to find it really boring. Which is why I like to just give like a little bit of a rundown about the analytics. What you know, what episode was what what I think is is pushing that episode further. So, yeah, that's that's a massive uh, top tip there. I think, you know. Do the boring stuff. Like you said, to start with, you'll be all over the analytics Absolutely. because it's new and you're like, wow, it's shiny and I love it. But as you go on and you get more into your podcast, you'll be a bit like, well, oh, I might not bother. And that's a mistake. You always want to know what's doing well and then replicate that and improve and improve and improve. And, you know, that's that's what the best businesses do. That's, that's all they do. They just get better and better and better and better. Because no one starts perfect, do they? Like, you know, you're saying you're seven episodes in, you're, you're quite nervous. You know, I, I get nervous uh, in my group sometimes when I go live. Um, you, you, I sh- I'm sure your listeners have realised I talk too much when I'm nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Um, this is my, my first podcast where I've not pressed stop and start again, ultimately, because... Because you're here, so usually it's retake, retake. Do, do you know what though, mate? And again, this is another thing, another tip. Um, for me personally, I think having that less natural side and seeing the human side to us is better. Um, the whole point of media is to get to know the person uh, that that our clients will hopefully sign up with. So you know, as a business, what we're trying to do is show people who we are, because ultimately when they sign up with us, it's us they'll be working with. Or, you know, if they're taking our advice, they want to know who we are. And sometimes I think when you're so professional that you don't see that, it's almost like picking up a brochure. You don't trust it as much. It's much yeah, better yeah. to see the human side. And that's why I, 
you if you look at the the videos in, in my group, a lot of them are like uh, where I've I've literally lost it and I can't think of what I was saying. But you know what, mate? I'm human, and that that's what we do, isn't it? Um, Absolutely, yeah. It's a really good way of, of looking at it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So when 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 you do your social media stuff, you don't just do it in heat of the moment, do you? It probably takes planning. You probably think through, you know. But it's good to know who the person really is. See the yeah, side of them. I certainly like that about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. So, what's your favourite podcast produced? I know we've touched on some already, but is there any others you want to mention? So, the, the favourite podcast, what favourite podcast produced that, that you've sort of produced? Um, I know we've mentioned Bill, haven't we already? Yeah, and I'm going to actually start. Uh, I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to answer this in two questions. There's no, I'm not. I, I was going to go on to, I had a discovery call with someone the other day um, who's a dog trainer and I, I'm very, I, I can see so much potential with that, but I'm not going to go into that, I don't think, actually. Um, the best podcast I've produced um, was, um, and this kind of flows on from where we were by saying, let, let them see you for who you are. I edited Bill's first ever podcast with uh, a, a guest speaker called uh, Tara um, Halliday. Tara Halliday, I think her name is. Yes. And she talks about something called imposter syndrome, um, which uh, I'm assuming you've probably heard. Absolutely. Um, and it, yeah, so essentially it's, it's that niggling voice in everyone's brain, especially when you're first starting out in your business. Like, you know, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's that, that. Like, <laughs> it is, absolutely. Doing? Yeah. What do you know about podcasts or social media, Darren? You know, who are you? Who are you? Everyone has it, mate. People that don't are saying wrong with them. I will say that's my opinion, personal opinion. <laughs> but when you're first starting out, we're all nervous, right? We all have imposter syndrome and we generally will continue to practice at something, practice, 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 and then we'll get good at it. And we just get good. We don't necessarily get better at what we're doing. What we're getting better at is talking about it. Um, I edited um that episode and i just I had, to, I had to keep going back and doing it because it's got something gross to listening to what she was saying i just found it so sort of like relatable because yeah. you know it was uh quite early on into our podcast journey i'll be honest mate this is this is a bit too much honestly i think but it's quite early on to my podcast journey and i was still doing a lot of training a lot of research when i didn't know how to do bits um so um it, to then have an imposter syndrome um episode come on uh when you when you're feeling a bit of an imposter yourself because you're still learning you're still trying to do this but you're still obviously charging for the time yes uh it was just it just hit really hard it made me smile um but i thought what a bloody brilliant first episode because because when you think about its target market so we said bill does um business uh training for dog groomers dog groomers if you put a dog in front of them they do they generally would do a fantastic job but when you say to him, what account are you using? Are you set up as a limited company or a sole trader? Uh, you know, start asking the business questions. Most of them, not all of them, some of them are fantastic, but most of them are like, oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't, didn't learn that in college. I just learned how to. So you do feel like a bit of an imposter. And, and I can see why he started that episode. And yeah, I just thought it was brilliant, mate. Yeah. Sure. Um, Tara Halliday, I do recommend, you know, I don't know Tara, but if, if anyone's feeling like they're a bit of an imposter, go and listen to that. It will put a lot into perspective for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I've listened to some of uh, Tara's stuff um, and yeah, the, the way she explains it and, you know, the hints and tips that come up, come along with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody listening or watching, yeah, j- jump on that all day long. Yeah. So Darren, what type of clients do you tend to look to work with? So we, we work with business. Um, I, don't, I don't actually, I mean, I would, but I don't have any sort of comedy or history or the other podcasts I listen to. None of the sort of like uh, those sorts of podcasts, but we work with business. So um, the, the most successful podcasts, I think, are training, are anything around where you have to offer value and knowledge and people just consume it so well so that makes the podcast more engaging makes it more successful um i had a really interesting chat with someone the other day who set up uh, like a shop local page and he was going to use his podcast for that so he was looking to um to do some sort of uh, networking with with people um 
who are his target clients, but the way he was going to do that was by creating a shop local page and shop local podcast and to go out to people in the local area and then invite them on to guest speakers. It was a very different way of doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it was. I'll talk to you in more detail about that later. But essentially, you can use a podcast for anything in business. But being honest, I think if you're a trainer, a mentor, um, if you offer a service um, where you want to sort of train people and have to do the basics, or if you've got if you've got a huge customer base, uh, like a huge following on social media, definitely, definitely then. Um, podcasts are ideal for you and that's where most of our clients come from I, I would say anything over 3,000 in your Facebook group you uh, where you're offering value within that group you want to be considering a podcast because you've you've got the core base there to start pushing a podcast to and pushing them over the four platforms which is which is really going to help your business brilliant you, you touched on it already a little bit. Uh, is there any other projects that you can tell us about that you're currently working on? Um, Not Bill's an ongoing one, isn't he? I, I, yeah, so, yeah. So Bill's 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 probably my biggest client at the moment. Um, we've got. I, I don't know how my other clients feel about chatting. Um, so I know Bill's okay with it. I don't want to talk about them. Um, we've got a few in a pipeline uh, that are going to be starting with us shortly uh, around hypnotherapy um, and um, dealing with traumatic incidents, hopefully. Um, They're going to be starting soon, but we're we're looking forward to that. And again, that's the sort of thing where people within their target market will really engage and listen to it. Um, And then, um, yeah, we've got another dog trainer coming on, but the video stuff's still very busy for us, mate. So we're probably going to have to bring someone in at some point as well. Um, which sounds very crazy. Absolutely, um, yeah. When you think of expanding yeah. like that, it's, it's a big step, isn't it? It, it is, mate. Yeah, and, and you know, with, with a podcast nest, I will say as well is that I, um, I've been very, very torn, and this is very honest. Uh, I've been very, very torn about a podcast nest podcast, um, and the reason for that is because how much value, like like we were saying earlier, how much value can I offer someone? in a podcast solely about podcasting. Um, I think I'm going to struggle to create high value quality content in, in podcasts. Now, what I'm thinking about doing with that is making it more Facebook orientated, but bringing out the occasional podcast, maybe one every three months. So in a couple of years time, we've got a decent library, but it's just value. Um, and it's just pure value if you're looking to set up a podcast. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's pretty honest. I think um, I could do a full-on marketing one, which incorporates motion to profit. But there's so many out there, mate. And to be honest with you, I'd have to expand the team to do that. And I, I don't think that's on the cards at the moment. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, a bit honest there. I probably should. Oh, that's great. That's why I preach a bit more, but. I think podcasting is one of them things, right? You 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 probably know that you should do it if if you should be doing it. You probably know that it's going to help grow your business. Um, but let's be honest, who wants to go and listen about how to create a podcast on a podcast for four or five hours? It's just you don't do. Absolutely, I see where you're coming from, and it's and it's good that you're sort of making that that evaluation whether it's whether it's for you, and if it is, well then you know again takes us back to what we we're discussing before about how often should those be. To, to maintain that value so that's you know you, that's right you're living and, by your own robot which is good yeah and do you know what mate we we um we actually do have a process where we um we decide whether we want to work with clients so so the other day I, I did a strategy call with someone talking about their podcast give them a load of ideas about how we can take it forward but at this moment in time it's not right his podcast isn't going to go the places he thinks it's going to go because it's um it's not direct enough but but also she needs that little bit more following so it's got potential and it will do in the future but what i don't want to do is create podcasts for people who are getting stressed that it's not growing you need to have the right seeds to be able to plant them in a pot for them to become you know oak trees or whatever you're going to be um if it's not right it's not right and yeah we sometimes we do say to people actually we recommend you do this before you come back to us um and i think people appreciate that honestly podcasting isn't for every business if you're a week into business and you're going to start a podcast then uh, yeah give that a long think 
maybe become so strategical of us and we'll give you some honest thoughts. Um, but what I will say is that I think there's so many people out there who would benefit from a podcast that aren't doing it because they think it's too expensive or time consuming. And, and frankly, it's not. It's probably, you know, one of the cheaper forms of, of, of media that you can create. Um, you can repurpose a lot of what you've already done. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's why we did a strategy course, mate. It just sorts it all out. <laughs> so so on the on the sort of subjects of strategy calls and for those people that are watching or listening, thinking you know this is appealing to them this is something they'd like to know more about how can how can those people reach out to you um so the best way is probably through my facebook group so it's it's a new group to be honest because motion to profit um is uh, all about video so we've created a podcast nest um so i'd suggest that you join there and just reach out to me darren ockenden on that um i'll send you a link if you don't mind darren to put Absolutely. in the text of anything where they can book an appointment directly with me yeah um no problem i don't charge to people who come directly through me for these strategy calls um we do have other ways in which we engage people where we to save time wasters we do charge but you know i'd just say if you're thinking about a podcast don't be shy book an appointment is free um and uh yeah we, we can discuss it at a time that suits us both uh, and make sure that you're on the right track and that you're in a position where you're actually going to produce a podcast that, that works. Um, we want clients who are going to go out and smash it. So, you know, we need that little bit of investment from them uh, in time, recording the episodes, and we'll just take the rest from there. That's what we do. Um, so, yeah, literally send us like this Zoom, for example, uh, and then we'll basically do everything else for you create the episode and then tell you how to improve it. And that, that's what we do, mate. That's it. Yeah. So just book a strategy session, hopefully in the, in the comment, in the link to this, to this uh, episode. Brilliant. Absolutely. And I, and I don't mind sort of saying, you know, it was yourself that I came to right at the, at the beginning of my podcast journey. Um, and, you know, the advice that you gave me was, was invaluable. It made it a, a lot smoother for me. So I, I can only thank you for that as well. Yeah. Good. Can't even remember advice now mate it was not even that long ago was it that's how bad my memory is no no about about seven weeks ago apparently yeah yeah. sorry i I said to you i've had a really nasty chest infection i've been sleeping most that six six weeks i think but um yeah no mate um do you know what i I enjoy helping people and um yeah you know like we're we're friends we we offer our business is sort of overlapping in in uh, some ways from the video side we've discussed things that we do in the past but um, yeah, that, that doesn't just have to be for people that I'm friends with like yourself. It, you know, it can be pretty much anyone. Like I said, I only put the times out there that, that I can do. Um, so if people don't book on strategy calls, I'll just be doing other bits. Um, so yeah, you know, book on and discuss it with me if you're unsure, or even if you think it's something that you might do, you might not, you don't know, you don't know how it's going to work. Let's discuss it. Let's see if there's, if there's feet to it. Uh, and if there is, let's, you know, let's, let's grow. Just imagine that where you are now, you're not doing anything, but imagine that you do your podcast. We do it all for you. So there's no effort. It's effortless. Uh, and then in uh, six months, a year's time, you'll wear Bill is one of our clients in six months where you've got 33 episodes made and actually someone's paying you to produce your own media, which is bringing you in clients. That's, that's what we're looking for. And they're the clients that we're looking for. We want that win-win situation. So book onto a call, see if you think it's something we can do. And um, yeah, and if it is, we'll do it. Brilliant. And last question before I let you go. Um, and this one is just for fun and completely off topic. Um, and uh, I don't mind saying I've prepped you a little bit one for this one because it is a bit random. <laughs> but if you're stuck in a lift with someone, who would you want that to be? And it's not allowed to be a lift engineer. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, a, a really boring answer. Um, like some people probably say, ah, oh, Muhammad Ali, cause I love boxing or, you know, this or that. Um, I, I, I love my history, as I've said to you already. Um, mine would be a Roman, uh, called Marcus Agrippa who, um, was amazing. He, he basically won the civil war for Octavian or Augustus. Um, and when Octavian got really ill, uh, thought he was going to die, he sort of stood into power. And he's the only Roman I knew that when he got better, willingly stood back and said, back to you. And, and I just think that's amazing, um, you know, amazing relationship. 
it'd just be a nice bloke to me. But if there was no interpreter, because I don't speak very good Latin, um, then, yeah, again, maybe uh, the Duke of Wellington or something boring like that. Sorry, if you're not a history fan, you're probably thinking this guy is a loser. There's, um, there's certainly, is certainly a trend going on there, isn't there? Huh? There's certainly a trend with your answers there. Yeah, yeah, mate. I love my history. I love my sports as well. I love, you know, I'm a Liverpool fan uh, for football. Uh, I take my kids to go and watch rugby. Um, but yeah, history just gets it for me. I just, I just love it. And um, yeah, you know, that's good. Um, yeah, if it was uh, someone more modern, someone still alive, I'd, I'd quite like to meet Johnny Wilkinson. I'll never forget, no matter how drunk I was at six, seven in the morning, whatever time it was, two thousand and three, when he kicked that that uh, drop goal in the World Cup uh, final to win us the World Cup in extra time. Um, I'd love to meet him and talk to him about that, I suppose. So it my alive person would be Johnny Wilkinson, I reckon, or Martin Johnson, the captain, or both, ideally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Darren, thank you very much. Uh, You know, as I said, you're our first guest, so thank you very much for putting uh, your bit of faith in in myself for uh, getting through this. Um, Hopefully everybody's listening has gained some value from that. I've certainly gained some things to, to think about from it as well. Yeah. Um, as Darren said, if you want to uh, reach out to him, feel free uh, to do that. We'll stick some links on when this uh, goes out. Likewise, you can get in touch with myself if you need to. Uh, you can book in for one to one with myself, and the link for that is on my website. It's uh, www.followmymedia.co.uk. That's free in there to help you grow your business online. Um, I'm sure, speaking for Darren and I, that we hope you've gained some value from it. Uh, please. Feel free to to give us a rating review on this podcast or video, whichever you're watching or viewing it on, uh, to be notified of all the episodes that are coming through. And please feel free to share it out. See you all on the next episode. Take care, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>